Hi, my name's Chloe, and my best friend is a solid eight, but she has a podcast with her best friend. So that makes her a 10. We write fun, wacky, weird stories with over a thousand writing prompts that have been written since 2018. And each week we try something new, funky, fresh, and it's fun. Sometimes we find some gold, sometimes a bit of carbon. Um, anyway, welcome to episode 21 of the Promptcast. That was a nice chaotic opening. It was. Yeah. I didn't know what I wanted to cover. Yeah. Covered everything. Covered a little bit of everything. Also, what? I lied. You're a solid nine. Aww. Yeah, no. Aw, stop it. Is that with or without the podcast? That's without the podcast. Oh, damn. Damn. Well, like six alike. Oh, Ooh, thank damn. you. Damn. Thank you. Now that we're finished complimenting each other, how are we feeling on this fine day? I'm feeling pretty good. I, you, you were aware of this, but um, I had netball last night mm-hmm. and it finished. It, I had the last round off, so I got home at like 9.30. Oof. I know. And then I had to make dinner because I'm house-sitting. And then I was kind of relaxing a bit, finished the show I liked um, because I was like super wide and super awake. And Mm -hmm. then I did some uni work and submitted an assignment. Stunning. Um, And so I went to sleep at around midnight, which is late for me. And I didn't wake up till like 11. Comatose Chloe. Yeah, I went into a comatose state. I even missed phone calls. Or you could say comatose. Oh, yeah. That was good. Oh, yeah. That was good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's been a bit of a surreal day. Like, yeah. When you called me, like, want to hang out this afternoon? Mm. I was like, oh, that's ages away. And then I looked and it was already Mm-mm. 12 p.m. And I was like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, I didn't finish work until the afternoon, so. Wow. Yes, day one of my seven-day week. I was going to say, yeah, how, how was your day today? Uh, my day was, like, genuinely fine. Great shift. Great yeah. crew. Um. It's just the first of many, many long days of work. So, but I'm feeling good. I submitted, yesterday I submitted an application that I've been waiting to submit for a very long time. Like so, 10 years long time. <laughs> like 10 years. So that is super exciting. Hopefully that will come into fruition very, very soon. Very exciting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, yeah, feeling as we like to say here, fun, funky, fresh. I was going to say, you better say fun, funky, fresh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. As Okay, in terms of creativity, yeah, there's multiple routes I'm feeling today. Okay. Because, like, one, I had, like, this idea of, like, kind of this challenge to write a character, like, a story about a character, but the character is, like, it screws people over. Okay, so, like, an antagonistic character. Yeah, like a mm. character that you shouldn't like. But you do anyway? But you do. I don't know how. Like, <gasps> okay. Like I had the ideas of like, if it, it would be hard to show it in like a movie or a book written mm. in first person. But if you wrote it in third person, like a third person kind of movie style, yeah. you'd have like the character being like spontaneously needing to turn across multiple lanes, like in Australia, turning right. Mm-hmm. Um, or in like overseas, turning left across yes. multiple lanes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they spontaneously do it and just put the indicator on as they're turning, but you don't oh. see the cars screeching to oh. behind her. Oh. And like oh, she she never checks out. her calendar before mm. making plans. So like she constantly is cancelling on you because she's like triple booked herself. Oh my god! Like someone honestly 
everyone just gets screwed over because of her. Yeah. But somehow we have to figure out a way to make her likable. Mm, interesting. Well, I suppose that will come from whatever the prompt may be. Whatever the prompt is. Whatever the prompt may be. Okay. Tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay. I've been trying really hard to like get better at flicking. Okay. Because I know it says like there's some kind of like stop points or chunks yeah. that skip over, so I'm trying to not do that. Okay. Lovely. Choose between the 25th of October and the 9th of November. Hmm. Let's go the 3rd of November. 3rd of November. Okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. Okay. Ooh. All right. <laughs> this, We've got a giggle. No, this is gonna, This is actually perfect. Really? Okay. This is perfect. Not, for, not for what I was saying, but maybe for what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. A story where two narrators are constantly against one another. One always tries to kill off the main character, but the other saves them in the nick of time. This is brilliant. Because we can be the two narrators. We can be the narrators. Okay, do you want to be good cop or bad cop? Bad cop. Okay, so I'm the one saving. Actually, are you good at thinking with the fly about how to get out of situations and save someone? Probably not. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll be the good cop. Okay, I'll be bad cop. <laughs> I feel like you can come with some really chaotic situations. I've watched a lot of teen shows, as we have <laughs> discovered previously. Yes. So I've got a lot of a, a lot of ideas in my noggin. Yeah, okay. Well, what's the brief story arc? Like, what kind of world is it set in? Mm. Is it like nowadays? Is it going to be that character that kind of like screws everyone over? Yeah, I think so. I think that's a route that we could definitely take. Um, I think for there to be enough ways for them to die it would need to be pure chaos or supernatural i reckon like no uh i got a lot of vampire deaths in mind i watched a lot of vampire diaries and a lot of twilight it could be some vampire deaths hmm i reckon maybe in a kind of supernatural-ish world but Mm -hmm. not like predominantly vampire Mm -hmm. but like you know like goblins gremlins unrelated Mm. unrelated i have beef with this one person in a blue car because I was driving last night. Yeah. And so there was this roundabout. Yeah. And so, like, sh- me, so it's a three-point roundabout. Mm-hmm. Straight ahead, there was, like, a set of lights and it was red. And so there was cars backed up all the way onto the roundabout. I was turning right, so, like, bypassing it. But there was cars to my right and you have to, like, give way to your right. Of course. Um, But they saw it was banked up and they were trying to take the exit. So what they did was they stopped to let me through. And I was like, oh, thanks. So I was driving. I had my indicator right. And I was turning. And the person, like... That was like should have been giving way to me on the roundabout. I was there. I had turning and I got to that point and she started going like she went right in front of me, like completely. I was already on the roundabout. My indicator was right. And for some reason she was like, oh, I'm going like what? I was already on the roundabout when she pulled up to it. And so I had to stop honk my horn. Yes, Chloe. And, like, I saw the chick's face and I was like, what are you doing? And I think she like realized she did something wrong. And yeah. I was like, yeah, you idiot. And I was like, I don't know. I just, I didn't think people still existed. Hot take. I don't know if this is like a controversial opinion as such, but I think that the driver's test should be retaken. Should be retaken yes. every five to ten years. No, I agree with that because I reckon 
My dad might fail. I would love to see my parents fail the driving test. I just... Uh, Actually, you... my mum's not too bad. My father, however, is the worst driver I've ever... Actually, that's a lie. I've been in the car with people from Melbourne. So, like, I like I don't want to see people fail, but also, from my personal experience, the most dangerous drivers I've had are middle-aged white men. Oh, for sure. Because, like, they want to live their sporty driving life. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, please no, do not please tailgate don't. me. Yeah, exactly. And, that, and I'm like, I feel unsafe driving. And I look back and it's like this man. And I'm like, Well, see, hmm. that's the thing. A lot of people, like, when, when, pe- when people say, like, all right, drive safe, it's generally, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I always drive safe. But my parents will always say, I'm not worried about your driving. I'm worried about everyone else's driving. Like that me on the should roundabout. not be a concern. Like me on the roundabout. If I hadn't been paying attention, if I hadn't seen that woman, yeah, we would have crashed. Absolutely. And I wouldn't have been in the wrong. It should not be a concern to get on the road and, ha- and be worried about what other people are doing. Because everyone else should be driving with the same caution that you are. Exactly. Oh, <sighs> Anyway. Hot I don't take, know if that's love a hot it. take or not, but love it. Um, yeah. Okay, here's my hot take on the story. Mm-hmm. Supernatural world, maybe like Heroes Quest. Okay, yep. Very like cliche Heroes mm-hmm. Quest. We Just, love a. Um, is it Bildung's Roman? Like that's the uh, yeah character, like a uh, coming of age story. Yeah, coming of age story. Yeah, like Coraline. Do not mention Coraline in my presence. Oh, Coraline. Speak terrifying i know that like people who found it terrifying as children it's like now their comfort movie i don't understand why the buttons in the eyes is still terrifying to me no i still like i love neil gaiman coraline is coraline neil gaiman yeah the book is oh that makes so much sense yeah because he had a similar kind of like building buildings buildings roman mm. why why the was so hard <laughs> like story um mm. it's called the ocean at the end of the lane okay which i think if it was a movie it'd be similar like visually to Coraline if okay. it was adapted by tim burton mm. but the story i love because i'm imagining it in my style Ooh, yeah. and it's like mm, chef's kiss mm, chef's kiss yep um yeah cool yeah wait do you want to hear my hot take i do I will be saving them, but like resentfully, because as a narrator, I do not like this character, but I'll be saving them. Okay. Whereas you as a narrator are trying to kill them, but you like them because here's the okay. thing, the narrators, mm-hmm. I'm taking them as also kind of characters. They're not just narrators. They're in yeah. essence, like, like two like deities maybe in this world Yeah, where like one of them is the deity of like death and the other one's life but like so for for their duty i have to save this person but as a like deity i don't like this person that reminds me of okay i'm imagining this is a book first of all yes but it's reminding me of a story i I haven't read it and i cannot remember the name of it but it's basically a book like a story inside of a story wild go for it i cannot i believe it's the never-ending story Maybe a ship. It's something like that. But basically the premise is that there are two characters communicating, telling a story in the book. Okay. 
So I can imagine that that's kind of what we would be. So we're yeah. two separate characters. Maybe we've got like this sketchbook or something where we're trying to develop a story, but there's a story going on between us as well. Oh, I see what you're getting Yeah, at. I see what you're getting at. Rather, like, we will also have some character development. Exactly. Mm. Or do we just want two passive characters? What do we What are we feeling? I reckon there's some character development going on. I reckon there could be some character development in there. Maybe you get a bit more, like, your character, that is, gets a bit more... Um, Warmed up to this person. Yeah, and maybe the character that I'm playing starts to get really irritated by this character okay i have an idea maybe my character has like judges based like on their cover and like mm-hmm. snap judgments yeah so maybe like just as the story is beginning the hero or something doesn't questionable mm-hmm. but it's in circumstance so your character like understands it and they're like yeah, yeah they did the right thing in circumstance all of this stuff mm-hmm. but my character is like no they don't deserve this story it should be like somebody else yeah and so like mine's a bit more like judge jury executioner beautiful visually i'm thinking that this is like handwritten like notes of like two authors kind of like how neil i think it's neil gaiman and terry pratchett does good omens yeah exactly but it would be like one person's distinct handwriting and then like you would come in and have your own distinct handwriting and like All circle things and the, have a note yeah like fonts of the book like maybe yeah. your chapters are like bold or something and mine's mm-hmm. are like italicized yeah exactly like, yeah and it's like oh and like notes it's like, i would like to make a correction from the previous chapter mm, exactly <laughs> just like have in the corner like i don't think that they would do this that'd be um, such a fun book to read it would be wouldn't it it'd it's be kind so of like good. um uh, il- uh, Diary of the Wimpy Kid? I don't know. No. <laughs> I've never um, read them. Illuminate? Come at me. Uh, yes. I haven't yeah. read it, but I know it looks like that visually. Yeah, it's similar, but um, it's more like different forms of communication all combined together rather than like a, like a notebook. Like what I imagine is um, in high school, they would make us do the short stories and would have that in-text thing where like say um you would have a short story it's like she got a message on her phone and you would have a screenshot of the phone screen and the text messages yes 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 yeah i actually kind of see that a lot more in like you can kind of see it in tv shows now Mm, where like the main character will have Mm. like a text and then on the screen next to them it has like those text bubbles pop up yeah exactly it's kind of like that so Mm. i imagine it's yeah it's becoming more popular it is film Definitely. Um, I think that's a major shift in film as well. Like it's so interesting because I, it really depends on how you show it, the effect that it has. Mm. Um, so sometimes you can see like their actual screen. I feel like that doesn't have the same effect as like watching their reaction and a little speech bubble pop up. Yeah. But what's used really effectively are the typing dots. That is always like, particularly in Heartstopper, when Charlie is figuring out what to message Nick. And he sees like the dot, it's dot, like the dot, dot, dot comes up and it goes away. And it comes up and it goes away. And then you can see that it says read 10 minutes ago. So you know that Charlie has been trying to type something for 10, 10 minutes. minutes. And Nick has been watching the speech bubble pop up and go away for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I think that's quite effective. Um, yeah, it really shows a lot of character development there. Yeah. Well, even in the show I recently finished last night, Only Murders in the Building, 
at the end of the show. I need to watch that. It's so good. Also, Mm. I guessed the killer. Ooh. Um, I was actually talking to my sister like the other night because she watched it and she recommended it. And I was like, oh, if this, it's this person. But if it's this, it's not that person. Because there's something happens. Okay. And I'm like, okay, if it is, it's them. If it's not. Sorry. I do really have. I have been meaning to watch it. It's good. It's now one of my top favorite top favorite shows. Whoa. Because it has like those create. It has like some creative choices. And I mm. love it. Because each mm. episode is the opening and closing is kind of narrated by one of the characters. Oh, that's cool. And it's really cool. And um, yeah. And so at the end, one of the characters is messaging someone that they haven't mm. messaged for a while oh. and so they they type the message like you see them like you have their face and the yep. speech bubbles are up there like to the side yeah and like you see the message and then you see like the dot 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 and you see their face when they see the dot 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 because it's such apprehension oh yep and then yep. you see like the relief on their face and then interesting that's cool yeah and then like the end you that's just see like the biggest smile it. from it so it's like it was a very I think it was done quite well. Yeah. And I feel like as well, you can get some really authentic interactions with Mm. when you have that, because obviously like in reality, if you're going to say something to someone's face, you're probably going to get a different reaction to if they were to read it and they're in their own company. Yeah, exactly. So it can be really authentic as well. Anyway, we have uh, diverted a little bit. Yeah. Um, Character development. So I mean, I, my character I'm imagining is going to become less judgy, Mm -hmm. but as of this time, Judge, jury, executioner. I don't think this person's deserving mm-hmm. to go on this journey. Mm-hmm. I reckon. Oh, oh, yes. To even add to it. Yes. So we live in this world. I imagine it's a cheesy, cliche fantasy world where like mm-hmm. they have prophecies uh-huh. and this person's a prophecy. Uh-huh. And so I think like this is one of the few prophecies that comes around every like couple of decades, maybe okay. more. And so we are in charge of carrying out the prophecy as the deities. And so we're overlooking okay. this. And so, so we are essentially, we're not writing a, an original story. We are documenting what's going on. No, like we're writing an original story. Okay. But the prophecy is like the child born of this will go on a quest for this. Okay. So as they're going I like on a that, quest, but I, what I'm confused about is as deities do we live in this same universe or are we essentially playing ourselves writing this book we so say we were to stop right now and actually start writing this is that it or are we existing in a different universe oh how do i explain this kind of kind of like greek gods okay you know, and, like, they do stuff to all the people. Like, Zeus, the amount yes. of times he's kind of, like, screwed people over. Oh, yeah. Imagine it's like that. So, like, the people might or might not be aware that Zeus is playing with them. Mm-hmm. But, like, Zeus could take part in writing the stories. And they say Poseidon comes in. It's mm-hmm. like, no, 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 I'm going to save this person. Does this person exist? Yes. Okay. Cool. Like, this person's, like, the main character. Yes. So we're deciding someone's future. Yes. Okay. So we're, we're still deciding someone's future, like if they're going to carry out the prophecy or not. Nice. Okay, cool. But the person, Got it now. But the fact is, is that in this world, there's a prophecy and I'm like, this person doesn't deserve to be part of the prophecy. And I'm like, yes, they do. I'm yeah. going to save them because, oh no, maybe, I keep trying to kill them. Maybe, maybe to simplify, maybe I should like them and try to save them and then you should try to kill them. 
Yeah, probably. Yeah, and you don't yeah. like them. Okay, okay. Yeah. Your character's judgy, judgmental, judge jury executioner. Yeah. Mine, what's my character? Your character is... Because I'm saving them. Yeah, but... you're like just a sympathizer and you're like, no, give them a, a chance. chance. Like they'll, they will prove themselves. I, I promise you it's coming. And I'm like, are you sure about that? Yeah. Like, have you been watching? Like, I know the decision that they're going to make when this um, implication arrives. They're not going to be better. Yeah. And then I grow to like them and you grow to be like, damn, why do they keep... Yeah, like, this person does, like, really mess it up. Yeah. I'm like, okay, they got the prophecy done, but maybe next time somebody Maybe, else... like, every time they're saved, like, you save them, they react really, like, in the worst way possible. And you're like, no, bro, I just saved, saved you. you. Come on. Yeah, okay, this could be... Yeah. This could be interesting. Yeah. Okay. I feel like we should try and, like, jump into it. Yes, definitely. Um, what is the actual journey is the thing. Like, what's That's the prophecy? Here's the thing. I want to be chaotic and just start it and we'll see where we're going to take each other. So I reckon we should narrate it like as it is. So you'll speak for a bit. I'll speak for a bit. You'll speak for a bit. I'll okay. speak for a bit. All right. This is going to happen. Do you want to be the start opening person? I don't know if I can. <laughs> I'm not good. I mean, that's why I'm here with your like prompts. <laughs> I can't start original ideas. I uh, See, the only thing that's popping into my head is right now, like, in a land of myth. <laughs> and a time of magic. The destiny, the destiny of a great kingdom rests on the shoulders of a young boy. Man. You see, it changes to men. It Remember does. It his does. name? Merlin. <laughs> That's the other thing, right? Look at us go. That was, that was fantastic. Oh, that was so good. Um, mm-hmm. So, okay, maybe I'll happily, like, open. Well, with you being, like, portraying the person that likes them. I yes. think it would make sense for you to open. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. This is this is gonna be very iffy, wishy washy. Well, luckily, that's what editing's for. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pray for us, guys. Okay. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Um, I feel like it should open with something like "Life is a wonderful thing." Ooh, we're actually gonna like properly go in on this. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Life is a wonderful thing. It can be full. Ha! You've already messed up. I'm Try again. Up. Round two. Let's go. Um, life is a wonderful thing. It can be so full that it's brimming and it can tip over the edge. And that's when the life is over. But it's in that time. No, okay, okay. I got something better. I got something better. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is hard. It okay. is hard. Life is a wonderful thing. It's like, oh, I'm trying to think of something in this world because I'm thinking like a fishbowl, but I feel like they don't have fishbowls in this world. They probably have fishbowls. Fishbowls? I think they have fishbowls. I don't think they have fishbowls. Uh, maybe I'm they thinking, don't have fishbowls. Um, I've got it. Mm. I've got it. Should I go with lake or pond? Pond. Pond's pond. way more aesthetic. Pond. I like it. Life is a wonderful thing. By the end of it, it could be so overfilled that it's a pond pouring at the edges, cascading over the rocks that surround it and flooding the grass. But it's in that time when it's ending that you look what's inside the pond. There is fish and algae and I don't like where this is going, but 
life. But you need to remember that you killed the grass around the pond. Sometimes the end result does not justify the means. But it's when the pond recedes that the grass will come back healthier. So when our person, we should give them a name. We should give them a name. We should, not a name, not necessarily, maybe like a, kind of like the chosen one. Let's just say. um, Like we just refer to them as this person. Yeah, uh, as, what's kind of like a. Like like, something like the one. um, The. The prophesized. No. That's too long. The. I reckon it should be like the boy. The child. The child. The child. The child. The yeah, youngling. The <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's only when the child dies that things are able to return to prosperity. That is the way of life is that you live and it's fulfilled. And then when you pass on, you leave a beautiful legacy. All right, let me tell you a story about this child. (laughs) Yes, this wonderful, wonderful child. This terrible, horrible child. It's a wonderful child. Yeah, he's not that good. Well, the wonderful child lives in a village on the outskirts of the kingdom. And it wasn't by choice he got to live in the village and have the farm. But he tends the animals every day, milks the cows, shears the sheep in winter. He does so much for the family, especially since it's struggling in this financial time. Yeah, but let me think of something to go against that. (laughs) But let's be real. He only offers to do all that so that he can flex his power. No, his power... He uses for the benefit of the family, especially when his sister is in trouble because everyone picks on her in the village. And why do you think that is? Because everyone is scared of power, especially since the last one to rise to power almost destroyed the kingdom. And this is why the chosen one slash the boy slash the child, because I forgot what they're called. to save everyone because somebody else is rising with power and they're going for the throne. Ooh. See, I'm setting something up here. Ooh, you are. I'm setting something up. Okay, okay. This okay. is really hard. It is very hard. Whew. Um. Ha! <laughs> 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 um. See, you're blinded. You are blinded by what you are seeing at the moment, but you forget that I have seen the future. You forget that I have seen that the throne doesn't become good versus evil. The, sorry, the quest for the throne does yeah. not become good against become yeah. The quest for the throne does not become good against evil. It becomes power against more power. But where you're Lesser correct, because I don't believe in being wrong. Where you're lesser correct is that power and more power does not correlate to, like, worse and worser. 
not, I know it's not grammatically correct, but we're not going that to. That hurt my soul hey, to hear, okay, Chloe, okay. especially from you, Miss hey, English Captain. I know. I know that's why I had to make the comment about it's not grammatically correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, but it's that in the growth, in the journey for the quest, there's growth and life and that it may and will be better for the kingdom, even if it's trifling. Hmm. It's for the benefit of the kingdom and the prosperity of the villagers. Okay, all right. We've got a good story set up. Okay, we've got a good setup. We've got a setup. We've got a we've got a um a prologue. Mm, we've got a prologue. Do we feel like that should be the prologue and it's in like that you and you? Mm-hmm. Or do you feel like in the story if it was written, the narrator, do you think you would be like third person? I think the prologue feel in the voice. I feel like the prologue is the interaction between the two. Yes, I think the prologue is written by you with me and a red pen going to town. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So like you would have like your um the like the pond analogy and then I would have like the dead grass thing circled and be like so death <laughs> question mark. <laughs> Um, and it would just, yeah, it would be really pessimistic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and there'd be like, there'd be like word choice things as well. <laughs> like circle word would be like, was this the right word here? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. They're just the worst, like, so you'd be like, shame on you. Yeah, exactly. Um, it would just, it would be really fun to read, I think. Yeah. I agree. Um, but the story begins do we want to start with like how the child gets their power or or like I reckon this is their like first kind of interaction with someone where someone's like, oh, you can do that? Yeah. Like maybe yeah. on the farm. I reckon I should deep dive because I've had so many like prophecy story ideas. Okay. Or like thoughts. So like maybe we should deep dive – doing that because like cross analysis of most prophecies mm-hmm. um where like if you're on a quest and then you discover you have powers mm-hmm. that's option one okay option two is like somebody like you know you have powers and then you're sent on the quest option two okay option three is like when you mentioned where somebody's like oh you have powers sends them on a quest i think the way that i'm seeing this going is Similar to um, Anakin in Star Wars, as in he was prophesied to bring balance to the Force, but he ended up joining the Sith. Yeah, big troll, big troll. So I think that's kind of where the story is heading. Like, he's got the power. He needs to learn to harness it, but he kind of – like. Because he keeps getting saved, he thinks he's invincible. I like where this is going. Mm. So you act, you continuously saving him is actually detrimental to his character. I like this. I like yeah. this. And I think it should be one of those powers that has consequences. Absolutely. And so when we've kept, when I've kept saving him, towards the end he uses the power to the extent that it will have consequences and I don't save him. Yep. And then, like, it either hurts him or someone he cares about. Absolutely. What kind of power are we thinking, though? I don't know. Is, the thing, is it, like... Is it elemental or is it, like, something else? 
I think it's got to be something to do with life, like being able to manipulate elements of life. Mm, And every time he's he's saved, it's because it's relative to life, it's like something that you unknowingly have introduced to him. Mm, So manipulation of his own life. Maybe that's something that's kind of frowned upon. Life manipulation. No, manipulation of your own life. Mm, okay. Yeah. I'm thinking, I think we'll, like, are we thinking when you say life manipulation, like being like, oh, you do this and it happens? Or is it like, what are we thinking? Like definitive. I need definitive powers here. Um, I'm thinking like, a, like almost abundance. So like he can increase the growth of a plant. He can increase the milk production in the cow he can increase his healing capacity Mm, is it okay okay yeah so it's just taking things in life and amplifying them i like that i like that yeah i like that but yeah it's frowned upon to use it on yourself oh you see where this is Mm. going i see where this is and that's part of the corruption is every time it's used on himself because, like, say he gets injured and he en- enhances his healing capacity. That's, yeah. like, manipulation on himself. That's corruption on himself. That's more ego as mm. well. And you see, usually if, like, you increase, like, milk production, it's for the benefit of others, mm-hmm. you know. And, like, trees growth, it's for the benefit of the tree. But when it's – and so, like, it gives – back to the world exactly whereas if it's on yourself you don't give back to the world and that's why it will have the consequence at the end exactly okay i have an idea of how to start this as well amazing okay so um there was a stranger in the tavern of the village on the outskirts of the kingdom the stranger what's a 10 year old doing in a tavern (laughs) that's character that's character there. I, was I like, need to like change my like, voice. I was like, why are you hating? <laughs> I need I to like, change my voice like, when I'm in character. In. I'm sorry. It's a 10 year old doing in a tavern. Yeah, I'll go really deep when I'm in character. If jokes on you, it's not the 10 year old. Um, <laughs> How old is he when we start the story? No, you haven't listened to I the haven't. chapter. I haven't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got ahead of myself. I was trying to be too pessimistic. <laughs> I want to kill him already. <laughs> You're like, the 10-year-old slips on the grass and hits the head rock. <laughs> Okay, no, no, okay, okay. There was a stranger in the tavern of the village on the outskirts of the kingdom. Um, they sculled the last of their mulled wine and scanned the room. I love mulled wine. I've never had it. It's good. It's, it's a good. very Christmassy drink. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Mm, Especially European, yes. Um... And scanned the room for the target of who they would interrogate. They had heard strange things about the village. How the cows were producing so much milk there was an abundance. And how the fields could miraculously grow imperatively fast. Not not imperative, but um, miraculously fast. And the yield was so vast that it could feed the town for years. It was almost magical. And so the stranger in the tavern of the village on the outskirts of the kingdom was here to find the source of all the mystery. Beautiful. Yeah. I imagine we can kind of like skip over being the nitty gritty details and be like the stranger, Mm -hmm. um, you know, 
find somebody like maybe like a woman yeah um and that and so like he approaches her mm-hmm. after being like i've heard some things about this town um i mean no harm i'm just thinking like on the prosperity of the kingdom yes is there something about this town and so the woman's like uh look there ain't nothing special about this town there ain't nothing the village. special about this town <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no nothing special ain't nothing special about this part of town <laughs> i didn't know we had a country narrator in here anyway <laughs> anyway um and that and so then he's talking to this woman and then the child comes in and approaches the table next to them where another like woman and like her husband are talking um mm-hmm. and there's like a young girl and he's like oh i finished the duties at home um but something something is sick mm-hmm. you've got to come back and the stranger senses the power coming off this child Ooh. and so like then the family leaves the tavern and so then like oh wait no maybe the child the his sister isn't there so he's like oh the sister's sick so then the parents come back mm-hmm. and like the stranger senses the power um, and so finishing the chapter in my positive light, um, is the stranger knocks, like the next morning comes to the house that he followed them to and knocks mm-hmm. on the door. Hmm. I think. Just skipping over that. I think that it shouldn't be your plan for the stranger to knock on the door. I don't think it's my plan. I just think it just happened. That's me and my but narrator it's, perspective. It's part of it's well, it's part of the story. Like we're creating the story essentially. I think it should be my idea oh, okay, for okay, the stranger okay. to go knock on the door. Oh, should I end it with like um the tavern, like them going out of the tavern and the stranger like the stranger like they're speaking like the stranger's like the hair on the back of the stranger's neck stands up stands up yeah but the way that you end it is like no i've got it but they ignore the stranger ignores however the stranger decides to just have another drink in the tavern in a small village at the edge of the kingdom Mm. yes wakey wakey eggs and bakey stranger is knocking at the door I think that would be so like so funny to read. Just like some really ethereal, like beautiful, beautifully written piece, and then the chaos author is just like, "Hey, what's up?" So this child sucks. Um, (laughs) um, This child took a giant dump this morning. mm -hmm. I was not here for it. It stunk. Mm -hmm. So basically, this child is lactose intolerant. That's going to cause some problems down the line. Um, no, I think um, there'd be like, it would, the next chapter would start with like a rap at the door. Um, like a rap at the, the hollow, deteriorating door. <laughs> this child lives in the worst house. Straight up. That's how every chosen mm-hmm. one begins. Absolutely. Um, uh, no one answers. He knocks again. Still no one answers, but he hears a distant cough from inside the shack. It's a shack now. (laughs) (laughs) Go! So downhill! (laughs) Oh my god! 
Well, I think it would be interesting because he's got like this power of abundance. I think it would be interesting for like it to be such a disheveled place, but everything around it is just thriving. Like the for like honestly like hundreds of meters out from the house there's just flowers. Yeah, exactly. All in bloom, even though they're out of season. Yep, for sure. Um, lots of poison ivy everywhere as well. <laughs> yeah, just for chaos. Just for you know future reference in the story. Yeah. Um, I don't even know how to do this. Like, that's why I skipped over a bit. Mm. Because it's really hard to, like, start. Yeah. But it's really easy from the quest. It's like, and they came across the bog. And then I finish. And then you're like, and mm. the bog explodes. Mm. I think the pond is real. The pond the pond analogy is real. And I think... Damn, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I think it's either, possibly mm-hmm. a little H2O-y, maybe the source of his power... I'm liking this. Or maybe it's just representative of his journey. Mm. Or both. It could be like where he got his power and then as he becomes more corrupt, it like starts to flood. Flood. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Because what happens is it's filling up because his power's corrupting. Like it's Mm. using it, but I'm saving him. Mm -hmm. So it's just filling and it's not like emptying. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um. And I think it would be interesting if the more corrupt he is, because the pond is overflowing, the crops are flooding. Ooh. So because he's misplacing his power of abundance, what he has, or- what he has done for good is declining. That's a good point. Mm. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. It's all very metaphorical and representative. I mean, I know you haven't read Ocean at the End of the Lane, but for some reason that kind of reminds me of it because the ocean at the end of the lane is actually a pond. Oh. And it's on, like, a farm. Oh. Anyway, that's good. Nice. Um, okay. Without, like, narrating it, I think what would happen is the stranger would see the boy outside. Just He's just playing. He's like a 10-year-old boy. He's just, he's just chilling. He's just playing. He's just frolicking among the flowers. Um. Because when he's around it, obviously, that's when it's going to grow. grow. Um, and the stranger walks up to him and obviously they can, sense, they can sense the power on the back of their neck. And he looks at him and the boy just knows. And he bolts. Oh. I think he just completely bolts and the stranger appears in front of him. Because this stranger is the person who is seeking the throne. And I reckon that's where you end your chapter. Mm-hmm. And then I come in mm-hmm. and save him. Because mm-hmm. I have to. You have to save him. So the stranger's there. What's the well, stranger's what's the power? Stranger? That's what I was just thinking. I don't I don't think it should be It's not taking life. No no no. No no no. Um I think it should also be something good that's apparently like good. Definitely something that's apparently good, but he's already severely corrupted. Mm. Mm. What if it's like the same power? Abundance again? Yeah. No. 
No. I reckon not abundance. I reckon it's... The, the fact, fact that I want him to appear in front of him... Yeah. ...means potentially, like, maybe, like, manipulation of space. Oh, space manipulation. I can get yeah. behind that. Because that, that could be a really interesting battle between them. Like, they're in some sort of, like, room and he's, like, condensing it. Mm. And because of abundance... The, the child is trying to stretch it back out. And it's yes. like a real power. Power dynamic. dynamic. I like yeah. it. Space manipulation. Space manipulation. Space manipulation. So basically he can teleport. He can... I'm mean, interested to see what Pazzy come up with because there's a character in an anime that has <laughs> <laughs> same power. I'm going to oh. see if you end up coming with any overlapping things. Okay. Space manipulation. I think it could be probably a little Doctor Strangey as well. Like he can kind of... Other dimensions kind of thing? Not not a lot of other dimensions, but maybe just including the mirror dimension. As in like you send people there and A, they can't escape and B, they can't hurt anything that's actually around them. Mm. Um, what else could be space manipulation? That could probably be relative to speed as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like making things quicker and making them slower. I'm. This is not a power of the anime character, at least as I'm aware of. So I mm-hmm. can say this without it being like, oh, literature. I reckon space manipulation as in particles and wavelengths. Ooh. So like light, he can like manipulate the photons so either redirect or maybe like change the frequency oh interesting that could be really interesting as well because would that include sound waves yeah he could make people hear things that they that aren't actually there well then can also refer to the transfer of energy so you know sound waves can make things like vibrate or vibrate can create sound waves I reckon, like, yeah, he can manipulate sound waves so if somebody's talking or, like, maybe if people are screaming, he mm. can increase the frequency so much that glass starts breaking Ooh. and things start shaking. Maybe rather than space, it's just, like, frequency manipulation. You think frequency manipulation? I think, like, space because then you can have the light particle manipulation. Oh, yeah, true. True, true, true. And the teleportation thing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Mm. But, but there's limits. There's limits to it. Just like there is with the abundance thing. Yeah, there's limits. Yeah. Because if he starts manipulating his own body, like the teleportation, ah, there's consequences. Oh, yes. Yes. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. But if you do want to stick with like, the frequency thing, he could like teleport by increasing the frequency of his body. Nah, space manipulation sounds better. Yeah. So again, when he uses it on himself, increases corruption yeah which you can see he's quite lenient with because he's happy to just teleport to get in front of this child like yeah also like like, it's a child and he's like i can take you yes yeah yeah like fight me yeah come on i dare you (laughs) (laughs) um so like my character come in sees that the child is like unaware of like like they know that something's up Mm. well they can feel it as well they can feel it um but he's never come into contact with anyone that has, has a power, power before. So he's like, just he just thinks he's nervous. Yeah. Um, so the child has like the fight or flight responses. Mm-hmm. So like it's frozen. Yeah. Icy cold. 
can't move. Um, and then miraculously, all the, the, the pen to the cows breaks open. And they all come <laughs> rushing towards this stranger. Moo Moo Meadows vibes. Moo Moo Meadows <laughs> coming at them. Absolutely. They are rushing towards them. And they, like, start swarming the stranger. Mm-hmm. And then the stranger is, like, you know, um, space manipulating them so miraculously these cows are behind him. And mm-hmm. this person, like, the, the little boy is confused. But he gets to run again. So he's not looking back. Yeah. But the stranger starts following. Yeah. And then teleports again. And then what happens is an eagle comes out of the sky and attacks <laughs> the stranger and so the boy can finally run away without looking back to his family he runs he just makes he just runs oh and you know what's sad about that is that i mentioned earlier that the stranger heard the sister cough from inside the house no so because he runs he can't save his sister no so then the sister dies it did not have to be that mean. This is a happy character quest. What the are you si- doing? <laughs> the sister dies, but the boy doesn't know until many years later. What were, were you skipping? He's ten. Hey, I don't know what you <laughs> chosen boy. <laughs> I think cho- I think the chosen um, <laughs> needs to be maybe like. 15 mm-hmm. when like his real quest begins buildings roman because mm. usually it'd be a bit younger but you know guys maturity takes a bit of time yeah maybe okay so maybe we start and he's 12 so then it's only three years that he's like on the run i reckon three years is a good time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he has in that three years he doesn't um he doesn't become corrupted yet no i reckon he just decide he, he just is learning the extent of how much he can make other things grow yeah i think every like i reckon he raises a forest and that's oh where he's for living. sure yeah that'd be cool except that the forest because he generated it the forest is filled with creatures that do want to hurt him oh wild mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. remember i'm trying to kill him Oh, why? <laughs> I'm trying to kill him. I was like, wow, why? Are you? I was literally like, why are you trying to kill that character? <laughs> because that's the point. That's my point. I, I've seen what he becomes. Mm. I'm trying to stop him early. Maybe that's the thing. I don't see what he becomes because I'm only life, whereas you see death. So you see him at the end of his life. Maybe that's like the deity kind of power like yeah maybe that's the two kind of contrasting characters here like maybe it's i reckon almost like ghost of christmas present and ghost of christmas future something like that yeah because i imagine i can see the fullness that a person will have in life Mm. like will they brim over the edge like you know like how much life they will have like Mm. fullness and quality of it Mm -hmm. whereas you get to see kind of like at the end of their life what type of person they are what have they done So I just know, like, this person will contribute a lot. I have an analogy that would be perfect for it. Go for it. Be wild. You see the tree in the forest, and I see the forest through the trees. Oh, so I see they contributed and built a tree, whereas you see... I see the overall picture of what they have 
impacted. Like, yeah, what the tree has experienced. Yeah. I like it. Mm. I like it. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Lovely. Um, okay, so where do we go from here? So, so he's 15. Forest. He's been on the run. He's been living in this forest, just chilling. Are we going to go really cliche? I think the stranger's passed through once as well. The stranger? Yeah. I think he's passed through the forest once. Do you think he knew? No. Yeah. I agree. Um, All right. So cheesy. Cliche. Cheesy, cliche. Beautiful. Go. Oh, my dog. My dog's like sleeping on my lap. So Aww. She was definitely asleep earlier, but now I'm patting her, so she's awake. Yeah. Um, but it also means my leg is kind of falling asleep. And That's fair. Um, <laughs> so, cheesy cliche, are you ready? I am so ready. There was a knock on a cabin door. Oh! But who is it this time? Wait for it. <laughs> is the cringe still coming? <laughs> coming. Oh, no. So they knock on the door. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody answers. Mm-hmm. The voice yells out, hello, is anybody there? Mm-hmm. Nobody answers. They hear a steady thump and some wood fall into the ground. So the person heads down from the cabin stairs and goes around the back and they see a boy. No, a man. No, an adolescent. <laughs> Hard to distinguish through his... Facial features. Um, somebody about their age Ooh. chopping wood Ooh. for the fireplace. They're sweaty. Ooh. Through the glade, the sun's glistening on their skin. <laughs> We're not even there yet. The girl Ooh. speaks. She's like, do you live here? And the boy turns around and is like, yes. She's like, do you have any family? I need some assistance. And he's like, no, I'm the only one who lives here. Is my dog chewing my... No, not chewing my book. Um, I'm the only one who lives here. And she's like, well, um, I need some help and some transport. I've just been robbed. Oh. So what happens is his he like follows her and he walks back. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then he sees this quite elaborate carriage that has had two wheels removed and some men that looked rather rattled some with even like bruising in their cheeks and so the boy turns around and is like who are you i'm batman <laughs> <laughs> my name's jeff <laughs> i need to explain that joke as well the i'm batman one because in this it must be like a family thing. I think I'm pretty sure. It's, I've discovered a lot of things that I say are family things. Yeah. But um, in the third original Batman movie, I think it's Batman Forever, the one with um, Val Kilmer. It opens with this um, like villain or like just criminal or something going, "Who are you?" And then Batman's like, "I'm Batman." <laughs> so what we do is in my family time? is we reverse it and we go, who are you? I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just the dumbest thing, but it just, it just brings joy. Anyway. That's like when people say take care and I say Garnier. 
from the ad. Yeah. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, L'Oreal. Because you're worth it. Because you're worth it. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, man. Targeted ads. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so is she a princess? Maybe. <sighs> when you said cliche, I didn't think you were going to go that cliche. Oh, yeah. I was going You were going big. full cliche. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. 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 I know what you could do. Mm-hmm. Do, do you want me to mm-hmm. See, the boy is confused because he lives in this forest and he's never seen any bandits. He's the only one in this forest. So yeah. either bandits are coming into his forest or... Like who who was the yeah. one to rob him? We see... As he's thinking, like, oh, it shouldn't be bandits. He's like, the creatures. Do you see where I'm taking you here right now? In no. this moment? The creatures attack them in the wagon. Oh, right. So the creatures won. Yes. Were, like, what robbed them. Yes. Um, but you see, they took the guise of, like, people. So she says, like, she's been robbed because she doesn't mm-hmm. want... She doesn't think he knows about these creatures. Yes. And also, like, he doesn't want her to know that she's a princess. Yeah. Um... And that, so she says she's been robbed. Or like maybe she says she's been attacked. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and so then as he's thinking like, oh, shouldn't have been robbed. Oh, it's the creatures. The creatures attack them again. Oh. So that's what happens in this moment. Yeah. The perilous moment. Um, are you gonna are you gonna take that bait? Yes. I was setting it up for you. <clears throat> Thank you, I appreciate it. I'm just very much like enthralled in this story at the moment. So Oh my gosh, I really have to move my leg. So he approaches the wagon, two wheels, expertly removed. The, the top little noggin. You know, how, you know how carriages have little noggins on top? What? <laughs> what? You know what I'm talking about, though. The roof? No, 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 not the roof. Like, you know how there's like, like a little noggin on top? They've got a carriage, and then there's, like, a little golden oh. dunk. Oh, yeah, the red yeah. pointy thing. The noggin. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm calling it a noggin now. Um, that has been very clearly removed. And, like, there's this, like, sharp shard of it still remaining. Okay, okay. Um, he approaches it knowing exactly what talons did that. Dun, dun, dun. And he backs up. Dun dun dun. Okay, sure. I really and he disappears into the forest, creating a barrier. Dun dun dun. Because of, you know the abundance. Wait, no. I should be saving. Why are you? Cre- oh, yeah. You can keep going. Usually that works. But sucker, create a barrier. Well, she he creates a barrier, and the princess turns back, sees that he's not there, and walks straight through the barrier. Oh, idiot. Oh, sorry. She's so full of life. No, no, no. She's not supposed to be able to do that. <gasps> Dang. Okay, okay. I see where this is. I don't see where this is going. I don't see where this is going. This princess is not good. <gasps> Dang. Okay, okay. I see. Okay, so because... Because I'm seeing like a, like a struggle for the throne... 
And she's on the throne. Well, she's... I don't know if she's on the throne yet. No, she's not. I mean, like, she's in the family. Well, see, that's the thing. I'm thinking that the way that the throne becomes available, I think it's a three-way power struggle. Do you think, like, the person who wants to usurp and take the throne has to battle the next person for the throne? Is that what you're thinking? No, but that's cool. Oh, what were you thinking? I'm thinking that she's the only heir. Yeah. Her father's just died, but <gasps> she's still a princess because they won't let her on the throne. Oh. Rude. Because Sexism? A, sexism. But B. They don't think she has powers, but she does. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think when... you need to have powers to have the throne. I know, but if she I has to. I think she's just like they've watched her grow up and they can see that she's not a good person. So many not good people. I know. Well, you need to have a couple people that want to kill the, the child. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's... Oh, my dog. My dog's I probably going to go... I think that she oh. knows... Not, know, not necessarily knows when she approaches him. Maybe she knows that the forest has been manipulated. Yeah. Well, she's like... Maybe she's just looking at a map. Yeah. And like two years ago, that forest didn't exist. It didn't exist. Exactly. So she's like curious. She goes in, pretends to be, well, actually does She is attacked. actually attacked. Yeah. She is actually attacked, but then she goes in search of someone. Well, we have gone well and truly over an hour now. I think we might have to do a bit of a part two for this one. I think one. this one's going to have to have a part two. Yeah. Because we did not get that far in. We didn't, but we've got a good foundation. I think if we kind of develop these deities a bit more and then come back to it. Yeah, I reckon even have like a definitive, maybe even a definitive storyline. Because it yeah. would work either way of like we come up with the story yeah. and then do the deity thing. Or we come up with a storyline and then we get to like act it out like the deities. Yes. I'd really like that. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to part one of, what are we going to call it? Um... <laughs> the chosen one? The, no. the child chosen. The child the chosen. The chosen child? The chosen child. But I am the chosen one. Hey, <laughs> okay. you're the chosen one. But I am the chosen one. <laughs> right? <laughs> Kidding. Um, um, aside from that reenactment of Harry Potter. <laughs> thank you so, so much for listening. And we will catch, catch you next time. time.